Hey everyone, welcome to Unstoppable. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. and my passion is seeing you experience a life transformation. Every week on this show, I will bring you inspirational stories of some of the most unstoppable people on the planet. I can't wait to share these stories with you and I hope that you'll share them with your friends. If you're looking to join the Unstoppable community and receive weekly lessons challenging you to live your best life, why don't you join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome all. How are you today? This is the Unstoppable Podcast here on Fireside. My name is Ralph Graves. I want to welcome all you guys to Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Ralph Graves Jr., and I'm thrilled to be uh, here with you all today. If it's your first time here, um, it's my second time here. <laughs> so how about that? I want to tell you a little bit about myself before we get started. I'm a retired police officer. I'm a pastor. I'm the CEO of the Gulfstream Way. Um, which is a coaching firm focused on creating lasting transformation in people's lives. And after working for over 20 years on the streets as a sergeant, a street sergeant, I saw firsthand what caused some people to stay where they are and others to rise out of their circumstances to become unstoppable. And so here we are today on this uh, Wednesday. It's afternoon where I am on the East Coast. And today, my guest, my guest today is Travis Macy. Travis, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Ralph. Awesome to be here with you and the listeners. Um, Ralph, I got to tell you, thanks so much for uh, the service that you provided um, to the community as a police officer. Sure. Appreciate that. Um, and good job uh, with the podcast. I just listened to your recording uh, from last week with our fellow <laughs> firesider, Megan, and uh, great stuff. Yeah. There. So yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're on a roll. You're, you're doing good work. Um, looks like you're, uh, I, I found your book online. That looks, uh, awesome. So, uh, way to go, man. It's, uh, it's a pleasure oh, man, to be thanks. here with you. Thanks, Travis, man. I, I'm excited to have you. Today's my birthday. And I said, I get the, the great Travis Macy on my birthday. All right. Well, happy you birthday. Know. I hope it's a good one. <laughs> it's, it's been good so far. Family took me to breakfast and whatnot, but, uh, we are here today. And Travis, I got to tell you, man, I first learned of you when I watched the, um, What's it called? The world's most difficult race? Yeah, world's toughest, world's toughest race, race. Eco challenge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now you are a ultra marathoner. You are a long distance runner. You you're a motivational speaker, teacher, trainer. I mean, you just live it a, a very um adventurous life, man. And and thank you for being part of this, man. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know, I have to tell you, man, I think um, when I watched your season, matter of fact, I think your season was the only season I watched, um, your father was with you, correct? Uh, yep. Yeah, that uh, dad yeah. and I did that uh, race together. It, it was a um, an adventure race. So uh, many yeah. listeners may be unfamiliar. It's a, a, a multi-sport competition where co-ed teams of four uh, race nonstop, in this case, uh, over the course of up to 10 days um, yeah. through a, uh, a, a long course in, in Fiji, in this case. It was a total of, I think the whole course was 671 kilometers, and you're, uh, you're yeah. trekking, you're mountain biking, you're paddling, uh, navigating fixed ropes, canyoneering, um, and using a, uh, a map and compass to, uh, to find your way. It's not a marked course, so uh, you find your way through the, the jungle and the rivers and, and the oceans. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a neat, uh, a neat dynamic experience. Um, you know, people yeah. can watch it on, uh, on Amazon prime. Um, 
if they're interested. And I, th- I think there's some uh, exciting stories shown on there. And, and I, I, I want to get to it toward, towards the end, man. But, you know, when you're doing those challenges, like what keeps you going? Like, there, yeah, I watched you guys doing those challenges. And the minute I didn't see a convenience store where I could get a cup of coffee, I would have quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's so, not. So what, what keeps you going when you want to stop? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, coffee actually is one of the answers because I am. Uh, I tell you what, Ralph, I am a a huge coffee fan as well, and I don't. Make okay, it through great. A single day without coffee, but in you know, in this case, um, it, because uh, uh, my dad has Alzheimer's, you know, we knew that yeah. we were going to have to uh, sleep a lot and try to maintain as much as possible, you know, a a typical, um, routine, you know, again, the, the routine is going to be off a little bit when you're sleeping out in the jungle and and that kind of stuff. But anyway, things like, you know, Hey, let's wake up in the morning and eat some food and, uh, make some coffee. Um, so, so we actually did that every morning. I had a, a teeny little portable stove and, you know, some of those Starbucks via instant coffee things. So um, anyway, we did have coffee. You're right. There were no uh, convenience stores. And, um, you know, how do you make it through? I think one simple strategy is is just um, ahead of time removing the option of quitting. So, you know, if, if you're if you're going through something hard and you're constantly worrying about, you know, can I keep going? Should I keep going? Uh, et cetera. It's, it's going to be a whole lot harder than if, if you say, well, you know, we're, we're just going to get this done and we're just gonna, um, gonna keep going. Uh, you know, you know all, and, and that's all powerful. That said, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I don't want to spoil the story too much, but in this race, we actually ended up having to, to decide to stop um, yeah. because some of the upcoming things, you know, really just weren't, safe for our team to, to tackle in, in our yeah. condition. And, um, and, and that was okay. You know, sometimes you have to be okay with, with that, uh, as well. That was one of, one of the things I talked about in my book was, um, never quit until it's time to quit. Right. Right. But Travis, you just, and, and if you don't mind, I want to back up for a quick second. You just yeah, said yeah, a mouthful. You just said that remove, remove the option to quit, remove the, you know, burn the boat, if you will, burn the bridge. You know, um, so you can't go back. And and I think um, and correct me if I'm wrong. I know with me in my life, sometimes until I, I matured and, and was able to grow, as long as I had a, a, a plan B, it was OK for me to quit mm-hmm. the A plan. You know, talk about that, man. You know, um, why is that important to, you know, I, you know, to, to just I, I can't stop. I'm not going back. It's not there. It's not available to me anymore. Yeah, I th- well, I, th- I think it's important to commit ahead of time. And yeah. in, in in my book, The Ultra Mindset, I, I call it the 4.30 a.m. rule. So it's like, okay. you okay. know, the night before you have a, a, a challenging workout in the morning, you know, for me, maybe a long trail run, or maybe I'm going to um, go up in the wintertime and do some, some ski mountaineering where I know I'm going to be out there in the cold, dark wind, you know, at 12,000 feet going up a hill, which, which is not, um, easy, uh, but, yeah. but is doable and is, and is actually kind of fun. Once you get going, you right. know, the time when you set that alarm and make the plan is the time when you are committing to doing it. You, you're, yeah. you're not saying, well, when the alarm goes off at four thirty, then I'm going to decide if I feel like doing it. 
because I can guarantee you at 430, you're, you're not going to feel like doing it. And, and it's the same thing when you make a big commitment, you know, let's say with, uh, with a marriage or with having children or these other, you know, big things in life, you're committing to going in and, and you're removing the, the choice of, uh, you know, of, of yeah. changing direction. And I, and I think that yeah. just, the, the reason you do that is, is because it is hard and you know, it's going to be hard, but, but that's okay. It's yeah. okay that, you know, you're going to face these challenges. And when you've, uh, again, taken away that option to, to change your mind, it, it just becomes, you know, kind of a couple levels easier. Yeah. Um, that said, are, are there appropriate times to change directions in life, you know, whether it's a career or, you know, moving somewhere or, you know, shifting something to might make your life better. Uh, absolutely. And, and I've had, <laughs> I've had many of those. So, so it is, uh, you know, maybe this is contradictory advice here and, and, uh, you know, welcome to life. Life, life has yeah, a no, lot of, it's not, it's a not contradictory advice. It's, it's right on point, man. It's because in life, like you said, we face these things. There are a lot of gray areas, man. Mm-hmm. But, you know, coming from a finisher of over 120 ultra endurance events, man, you know, this is sound advice. I mean, you've, you've finished 120 endurance events in 17 countries. I haven't worked up the guts to run a half marathon yet. <laughs> so I, I, I salute you for that. Man, you <laughs> That's know. okay. I, you know, Ralph, I, I haven't worked up the guts to, you know, go out on the, the street serving my community as a police officer. So you know, it's, uh, I, I say, you know, pick your, pick your challenges as, as long as you're choosing yeah. some challenges, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a big fan, obviously of, of ones that challenge us physically and mentally, but, uh, yeah. you know, I think yeah. that's another important thing is you don't have to go right. out and do a 10 day race in, in Fiji, you know, choose, right. choose your own world's toughest race. And maybe, maybe yeah. that is your half marathon. Maybe it's, yeah. you know, I'm going to go out and, and take a walk. Right. every day this week. Hey, that's a, that's, that's a great challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I really appreciate you being on this unstoppable podcast and I hope I'm talking to unstoppable people and, and people that strive to be unstoppable. What motivates you to do these challenges and adventures? Like you just see another one coming up. What, what motivates Travis to say, you know what, it's time for me to get out there and do another one. What's your chief motivation behind doing all these? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, Ralph, that's a good question. I think um, uh, some of it is is just, you know, kind of tapping into how we're wired as individuals, you know, and, yeah. and different people like um, different things. One thing I really like is being outside, uh, experiencing nature, moving through nature, um, feeling a physical challenge and, and overcoming it. Um, th- those are all just parts of my daily life and, and they make me, uh, they make me feel good. Um, you, you know, I think that, uh, I've, I've had, uh, challenges over the years, like many people with, uh, anxiety and depression. And, you know, they, they say exercise is the best medicine and, and, uh, you know, there's a reason they say that it's cause it's true. Yeah. And, uh, I tell yeah. you what, man, I go out and, if, if I'm having a, a, you know, a lower day, I, usually when I go out and I go for a run or go for a bike ride or, you know, I hit the trails with uh, with my dogs early in the morning and watch the sun coming up over some snow-capped 14,000-foot peaks here in Colorado, yeah. I mean, that, that just makes me feel better. And, yeah. and I think that, um, 
honestly, being outside and moving through nature in a physical and mental and spiritual way, I think that's what humans have, have evolved to do, you know, over most of human history, that's how, that's how time was spent or, or most time. Um, and I, I think that, you know, the, the way that we live now, we've, we've gotten away from that to a large extent. So, um, I just, I just like being out there and it feels natural. And, you know, then at another level, there's, there's the travel, there's making the connections with people all around the world. There's being out, out, out there with, uh, with like-minded people, um, you know, like that race in Fiji, I got to do that with my dad. That was a very cool and important experience for, for both of us. So, yeah. uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of reasons to do it. I, I believe in mental training. In other words, I think there's a value in putting ourselves in tough situations by choice so that we, we fill this well of resilience that we can draw from when we're in tough situations that are not by choice. And, and we're all going to face those uh, in life. Sometimes we see them coming. Usually we don't. And we've yeah. got to be ready. Yeah. Travis, what, what are you learning about yourself right now? I know these challenges bring out different things. And, and um, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent on, on sitting back and, and learning about myself and, and learning about myself yep. in the moment. What are you learning? What, what is Travis learning new about Travis right now? Hey. Oh, that, that, Ralph, <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot. I, I, I kind of... Um, I've had a lot of forced growth over the last couple of years. You know, here, here I was going along and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I got a, got a family, a house, kids, career, uh, whatever. And I, and I thought that I was a real adult, uh, and, and then yeah. kind of, you know, again, as a challenge out of the blue, you know, here I am 36 years old and, and my dad is, uh, 64 at the time and, and he's diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, and and that was one of those, uh, you know, those things that kind of just smacks you in the face and and it's going to force you to, to, to grow up. So I think it, you know, pushed me through a, uh, you know, a a sort of swampland of, of despair, if you will. Um, you know, I, and it, it it continues to be challenging, but it also, uh, again, has forced me to, to really, um, grow up and really yeah. take on new responsibilities and including um, grappling with my own mortality. Yeah. You know, Brother, let's, let's talk that, about that. And, and I want to meet you right there because what drew me to the show was at the same time, my father had Alzheimer's oh, and man. I knew Ralph, the pain. I knew the pain in your face. I knew what you were. I knew it was more than just a race to you. Yeah. And brother, I shed tears with you. And that's why it was important for me to have you on the show. And I, I, you know, I said at some point I have to tell this man that I met him. So when you said that here I am parenting and and in my case, I'm a parent. My kids are grown. I have grandkids. I think I'm this adult. I think I I think I have it all together. And then my hero gets Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you become this 14 year old, 12 year old kid again. Am I right? Uh, yeah, Ralph. Absolutely. I mean, that is that that you, you know one one thing that um, you know one thing that happened to me with that initial diagnosis is is I kept um, you know this memory would pop into my head of uh, of 
being a kid and every night my dad and I would go out and we'd take our dogs for a walk. You know, we lived yeah. out in the mountains, you know, fairly remote and, and uh, you know, it's dark and scary. There's, there ain't no street lamps or anything. You're just out walking through the woods. And, and I was scared and I would put my hand in my dad's pocket and, you know, grab, grab his hand. And it, you know, it was just this feeling of like, you know, oh, I am here with my, uh, first of all, I was like, how the hell is dad not scared of this? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was like, I am okay. I can do anything, you know, with, yeah. with my dad here. And yeah. and initially, you know, as you know, you've, you've probably been through some of these same feelings, but initially that was a, was a sad memory because it was like, you know, here's something that's, that's slipping away. And how can I, can, you know, how can I navigate life, you know, without, yeah. you know, sort of my, my dad in that world that he's had. Right. But, but it's, you know, it shifted more to a, to a happy memory of like, yeah. okay, let's go through this together and we can still hold hands and we can shift roles gradually yeah. over time. And yeah. I'm okay with that. And, and right. furthermore, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready right. to, you know, take the lead. Um, yeah. As needed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt you, man. I, I felt you just in the last sentence. You said that I would hold my father's hand when I was afraid. And then when you see them going through something, they'll hold your hand and they'll look at you with a sense of unsurety. And you're like, Pop, I got you. You know, yeah. so so it, it you, you are you do switch roles, man. And um, yeah. I just want to let you know, brother. I know, I know where you are. I know the pain of it. I know the um, victory in it. Um, and like you say, man, you know, you get to a point where you say, okay, this, this, I'm ready for this role now, but I just wanted to let you know, man, yeah. what's right there well, with thanks, you, man. man. I, I, I appreciate yeah. that so yeah. much. And uh, yeah, that pop, I got your, I got your back. That's, yeah, that's powerful. Thank yeah. you. Seriously. Yeah. Dad, I got you from here, you know, and, uh, but man, let's talk about, um, are you doing the Eco Challenge 21? Is is there one? Well, I, I would like to. There, <laughs> it looks like there's not going to be one this year, you know, as, okay. as everyone can relate to and talk about on a, you know, on a larger scale, navigating uncertainty or realizing yeah. that the world is, you know, much more out of our control than right. we may have thought or hoped, um, you know, welcome to the the pandemic. So, um, yeah. I, I think that, you know, their plan was, uh, that Fiji race happened in, in fall 2019. So right. they were planning on doing a 2020 and then the plan was to do a 2021. And, yeah. and still, I think just to put on an international e event, um, you know, of that magnitude, they can't do it with, with the current level of, of uncertainty. So, yeah. um, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll have to see. There are, there, there's other similar events in the United States and other places around the world. Uh, you know, these, these kind of races happen. None of them have, uh, you know, sort of the um, TV hype or spectacle as, as eco challenge, but you know, yeah. there, there's similar races going on. So, you know, there's still lots of people, pursuing those. And, you know, those are many of the, the athletes I coach or who are people who are getting ready for those. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to do another one. You know, we had, we'd kind of made the decision that, that, um, dad would not do another one, but okay. you know, if it happens sometime soon, we're, we're hoping he can go, you know, and still kind of be yeah. part of the team, whether it's yeah. as, you know, a member of the support crew or something like that. So yeah, yeah we're just yeah. kind of, 
kind of waiting to see, but you know, dad and I have been getting out and just doing lots of little adventures here in, in Colorado. And you know, the, the Alzheimer's continues to, to advance and, you know, people who are, I, I mean, there's millions of people in the United States who are impacted by this, whether it's yourself or, sure. or, or family, friends, um, you know, it's, a, it's a really hard disease. Um, and it things is. are definitely getting harder around the house. Um, but you know what, we're still getting out and running and hiking around. And, and what's good about that is that's, that's dad's area of strength. You know, yeah. once you're out yeah. on the trail, it doesn't matter, you know, whether or not you can still drive or whether you can do math or, you know, yeah. figure out what's yeah. on the calendar for tomorrow. Cause w- w- when you're out there in, in nature doing something physical, you, you're just in the moment you're out there. Yeah with your family, with your friends, you're joking around and, uh, and that's all good. You know, and that's important you say that, man. And, and I, you know, I didn't know this podcast was going to turn into two guys talking about the issues with their heroes, the, their heroes battling Alzheimer's, man. Yeah. But one of the things I did, man, and, and I, and I'm sure you do it. I recorded everything. I mean, I recorded everything mm-hmm. up until when my father transitioned, you know, he was 84, but I recorded everything. I mean, I, I would just, press record on my phone and just have conversations and just talk. And, and that, that really helped me, you know, with all the processes I had to go through. But like you said, I, while my dad was, was, you know, struggling with the Alzheimer's, I would do things. My dad was a pastor of a church. And so he loved hearing preaching and he loved Bible. He loved to, so I did all of those things. I would bring him tapes of me preaching and me pastoring and, and some of his favorite guys. And, and I would read the Bible to him and it, and it just, I watched him get so engaged in that man. So you doing what your father loves to do, man, that's, that's huge, man. Here's what the, and I'm not, yeah. man, I'm goodness. I didn't want to be preachy on this thing, but I'm going to tell you the truth. No, the no, Bible you're says, killing <laughs> me. Keep going. Keep going, the, the, the Bible says, honor your father and mother that your days on this earth might be long, right? And you taking care of your father is honoring him. It's, it's more than, you know, we're little kids. We honor him by obeying him. But as they get older, we honor them by caring for them, man. And um, I just want to I just want to encourage you, brother. You keep honoring your dad. You keep honoring your family, man. You got to cry, cry. You got yeah. you to shout, shout. Whatever you got to do, you got to do. You know, yeah, yeah. there's no, no shame in that, brother. You know, yeah. no, no shame in that. And let that, let that be the fuel that, uh, that helps get you through, man, you know, but that, that's, that's awesome to hear that, that you're still, um, 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 caring for your dad in the area of his strength. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, thank you, Ralph. I, I really appreciate that. And, and, and I agree, you know, when we were thinking about, um, doing that race in Fiji together, you know, we realized on the one hand, is there an increased risk of doing something like this, uh, yeah. you know, with Alzheimer's as your fifth teammate? Uh, right. Hell yeah, there is. And there's yeah. a whole lot yeah. of uncertainty. And we didn't know yeah. what was going to happen out there. So yes, there, there was a risk, but I think sometimes in life, you know, we look at the risk of, of doing something and making a big jump or a choice and we fail to look at what is the risk of not doing it. Yeah. And, you know, when we, when we weighed those, you know, at this point, it was like, boy, you yeah. know, if, if we don't go for this, here's the, th- this is the thing that is really yeah. important to dad. And it's really important to me. And it's a big thing for our family. And, you know, probably the last time we get to do something like this 
yeah. together. Is there a risk of not going for it? <laughs> and, you, and I want to, you better believe it. And it's a, it's a big risk. And you got to, I, th- I think for anyone, you know, as people, as we all age, you know, whether we have some, some diagnosis or not, um, staying engaged is just so important. And, and yeah. just like you said with your dad, I, I, you know, Ralph, I can just imagine, you know, all, with, with his struggles and, you know, challenges of day to day, wherever he was at mentally, I am sure that when you came in and you brought out the Bible and you brought him to his, you know, his area of strength, like you said, yeah. I'm sure he just loved that, you know, and yeah. it didn't matter yeah. what, what the state of, you know, of other things was. Yeah. So. yeah. There's nothing like a bond between a father and a son who've been bonding their entire lives. And, and that bond is not built in adulthood. You built it with your father when you were walking in the woods with him. Yeah. You know, um, I built it with my son, you know, you built it with your kids early on. And so even when people may have perceived my dad and, and you know, look at your father, oh, he's struggling with Alzheimer's, he's not all there. You'll look at your father's eyes and you can see right through you and you're going to say to yourself, my dad is there. He's in there. You know, Absolutely. <laughs> he's in there. But we were watching it and and um, I want to give a, a special accommodation or, or special yeah, accommodation or shout out to your teammates who were selfless, appeared to be, so I didn't know the whole story, but they appeared to be selfless. And they understood that this race was not about them. And this, this was big for you and your dad. And so for the other two that ran along with you all, man, please tell them I said, thank you. Oh, thanks Ralph. I will. Yeah, that was, you, you know, Shane, Danelle, and, and also our support crew, Andrew, um, I tell you what, I've, I've been lucky to, to do again, a lot of these races around the world, you know, typically yeah. racing at a high level going for the, for the podium. And, and there's, you know, there's something cool about that. It's, it's great to be on the same page uh, with, with teammates in a right. competitive endeavor. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, this time it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't competitive. You know, we, we had no chance of winning. We didn't want to win. But what was great about it is we were all there. No one felt like they were giving thing anything up. We all yeah. felt that we were there to do just what we wanted to be doing, which yeah. is working together as, as a team um, to do something special. So, yeah, yeah. it was it, it was awesome. You know, the um, anytime you do a race with like this with someone, you, you kind of have a, a connection forever. And and I think this one, um, it, it goes even deeper than usual. So yeah, it was yeah. really something special to share. You keep saying you didn't win, but let me tell you, you won, you won, you won the hearts of, 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 of families like mine. You, yeah, well, you won. Thanks man. I, I, uh, <laughs> thanks for saying that Ralph. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I, I, we were, you know, we had no idea what was going to be on TV or anything yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. if it turns out that showing this story can help other people, you know, especially families who are navigating Alzheimer's, then yeah, that's great. Yeah. Hey, for those of you listening to the Unstoppable Podcast, I thank you for being here. But Travis and I just got on something else. But this is what makes this man unstoppable. You know, uh, just just seeing the challenges and 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 facing the challenges, and if and if you're going through something, I mean, listen, it's it's just um, what my old man used to say was, just keep getting up, keep waking up, mm. keep pushing forward, 
It's something about that consistency. Now, I don't know how you would train for one of those races, but I imagine there's some consistency involved. I, I imagine there's some there's a discipline of showing up and being present and being in the moment. Yeah, absolutely, Ralph. I mean, it's it's like yeah. anything in life. The people who are good at doing something are not good at it because they're you know talented or blessed from above or destined or something like that. Like people get yeah. good at stuff because they just keep doing it very, yeah. very yeah. consistently and doing it when they when they don't feel like doing it. So um, yeah. yeah, you know, you want to be a good runner. You you just do it really consistently. You want to be a good podcaster or preacher or you know any anything else you just you just got to do it so um yeah that's uh i i think i I think your dad and my dad would have liked each other ralph my my dad's also a man of many sayings and one of his is is uh (laughs) never quit you know don't quit don't quit he's always saying that uh um you know in our speaking and we we actually have started doing a podcast together which is a lot of fun Um, okay and his his other one is uh is keep the faith yeah. Uh, wow. You know, wow. it's just that idea of like, you, you know, keep the faith that things are going to work out and, yeah. and keep the faith in yourself that you yeah. can pull through, that you can do it, um, that things are going to be really hard. But again, that's, uh, that's okay. Cause, cause you can make it through. I'm going to open up the floor. If you guys got any um, questions for Travis, my moderator is here, my very good friend, my co-host, my manager, the, the guy puts me on a lot of stuff. Seth Silver. Seth, are you here? There he is. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Hey, good, to, good to hear you. Good to hear you, Travis. It's fun to hear more of your story. No, thanks, Seth. Yeah, great to great to have you along. You're you're doing a good job uh, making making things happen here. Well, yeah, thanks. he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll, I'll ask one question. If anybody else has questions for Travis, then uh, just feel free to request to come on stage and we'll go ahead and get you up here. Uh, Travis, what stands out? Like, I know that's such a bad question with all of the things, all of the adventures and races that you've done, but like, what's, um, when you look at your store, all the stories that you have, uh, is there one or two times in particular that stand out that really like challenged you? I know all of them, all the experiences you've done are challenging in nature, but I'm sure some stick out more that have maybe challenged you personally. Oh man. Uh, good question, Seth. You know, well, first, just briefly, when you said what stands out uh, while I'm still thinking about my dad and then I'll, you know, shift to something else, but what stands out there is just, he's, he's continually showing me as the Alzheimer's advances that it's never too late to help someone else. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, th- I think it's, that's been, that's been so cool to, uh, to see, you know, he continues to be driven by, by helping other people, um, you know, re- regardless of the, the challenges of Alzheimer's. And I think that's something we can all embrace that, that you can always help someone else. Um, so uh, yeah. And as far as, you know, a, a specific challenge, um, you know, my, my first, um, really long adventure race. I, I had uh, just finished um, college in 2005 and I, I find myself on a, on a competitive team uh, doing a big race in Sweden, uh, you know, kind of like this Fiji one running, biking, paddling. Uh, but it was, it was in 
late spring in Sweden. So it's all cold and snowy and just really freezing cold out. And uh, there was there was this one section where um, we had to pull our, our kayaks across this frozen lake. You know, these big, long kayaks and, and the the lake was pretty much frozen, but it was, uh, the ice was thin. So every few minutes or so you just fall through the ice and then have to climb back out and grab all your stuff and start pulling it again across this, this frozen lake, just never knowing when you were going to, um, fall through again. And, uh, that, uh, that kind of stuck with me, you know, maybe it was cause it was early on and, and, uh, I, I just kind of, you know, sort of made it, made it through that one and, and realized like, wow, you can suffer a lot and think that you're in pretty good, pretty bad shape, but you can actually, uh, keep going and, and get better and come, come through it. Okay. Wow. Wow. That would have been my first and last Travis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for yeah. that story. Yeah. That's wild. I, cause it, you're doing coaching too, right? Like, you know, you're kind of like, you're kind of an endurance coach as well. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's my, most of my income is through coaching. So I coach, uh, uh adults who, uh, want to do these adventure races or ultra runs or mountain bike races, multi-sport races, um, ski mountaineering. And, uh, I, I really like it. You know, I had, I, I had, um, seven years as a high school classroom teacher. And so I, I really like teaching. I've always been motivated by helping people. And, and now I kind of, I get to help people, you know, do what I'm passionate about. And that's the the physical, but also the the mental side of, um, you know, hopefully doing something that, that can improve your life. Travis, can I ask you a question? Like I'm, I'm a coach and I mean, I, I coach football over 20 years and yep. there, there are guys that, you know, who really want to do it, but don't have it don't have it. Mm-hmm. How do you determine, how can you, you know, great, doesn't make them bad people, phenomenal people, but maybe this endurance racing thing is not for you. Like how, how do you determine that? How do you, how do you come up with that? Well, you know, one, one red flag that I see among some endurance athletes might be before, let's say like a race, like the Leadville 100 run, which is a, you know, long hundred mile challenging running race. It's all above 10,000 feet starts and finishes in in Leadville, Colorado, which is a little old mining town, kind of North on the Arkansas river from, from where I live here. And uh, when, when I, when I'm talking to an athlete the the day before and they say something to the effect of, uh, you know, well, I'm going to see, see how it goes out there and hopefully I'll make it through. Um, that that to me is a red flag because right you yeah. know I I can guarantee yeah. that if you wait and see how it goes, um, things are going to go to shit. It's, yeah, there's going to be a period out there <laughs> where things are not going good. Yeah, and if if you wait until then to decide, you know, can you keep going? Um, it, it's it's probably not gonna not gonna end well. And and again, you know, I'm not saying that people should persevere through conditions where, you know, they're generating injury or lasting harm right. or, you know, something like that. But, you know, there, there's a pretty high level of suffering that you can actually be absolutely okay afterwards. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I contrast that with, you know, someone who says something like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I feel ready. 
I know it's going to be hard, but I'm also ready to, to solve the problems that arise. Yeah. You know, that's probably the person yeah. who, who is going to make it through. Um, you, you can't go in a, a, with that, I'm sure, with that race or really, you know, that, that we're talking about a 100 mile race. You can't say, I hope I'll make it through. And, and I think, um, unfortunately, a lot of us use that mental or we use that attitude on a lot of things. Well, I hope I'll finish it. I've never finished anything that I said, I hope I finish it or mm-hmm. I hope I can do it. I've only yeah. completed things going in with the mindset like, yeah, we're going to get it done. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Seth. I stepped all over your question. Go ahead, Seth. Hey, it's your show. <laughs> I know, brother. I know. No, you're good. Is uh, anyone out there want to come up to the stage? Seth, I'll let you up. You got a question. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say, say the same thing. Yeah. If anybody has a question for Travis about any of the work that he's doing or, or kind of his story, I have a million questions that I want to ask Travis, uh, but I'm going to save some of them because we're going to have Travis on the small business <laughs> storytellers here in a couple of weeks. Great, uh, great. Where we'll kind of dive more into the the story of kind of how you turned it into a business and stuff. But yeah, yeah I, I I think that's I that's the one thing I would love to like dive into a little bit is uh, when did that shift for you to where you realized this passion that you had, where now you wanted to give that back and start helping other people to really you know learn and achieve through you know, endurance and through athletics and through kind of these adventure races? Yeah. Well, that's another good question, Seth. And I don't know if there was a, you know, really a key moment. It's more of been a gradual transition. I I, I guess one important step was about 10 years ago when I made a a very defined decision to, um, you know, terminate my traditional employment. So I was working as a high school uh, English teacher and uh, I, I was uh, about halfway through um, uh, an additional master's degree in principal licensure program, you know, that would kind of set me on that route to uh, assistant principal, principal, uh, et cetera. And, and, you know, and I kind of realized like, um, Hey, if I move in that direction, I'm probably going to have a lot less control over my life and my time, you know, even though there is, uh, you know, definitely at least initially a significant salary increase. Um, But I decided, you know, here's here's something else I could do as as far as uh, writing a book, focusing on my coaching and and speaking. And, uh, you know, again, there's some risk involved. These these things may not uh, pan out as I want. And, you know, I've got a family and I've got two little kids and, and a mortgage. Um, but maybe there is something, something better out there. So I made that choice and went to self-employment and, and haven't looked back. So that was, you know, that was an important step. And then, you know, furthermore, I've just kind of had more of a gradual, um, you know, evolution to, uh, maybe as, um, the uh, the psychologist Carl Jung kind of talks about this idea of the second half of life, you know, for for some people where the first half is a little more focused on ego and establishing oneself and, and achievement. And, and then the second half maybe is a little bit more outward. And, you know, what can I do to to help other people? Um, some of that is just kind of for me come naturally where I'm a lot less focused on my own results or prize money or sponsorships or whatever, you know, the things that really drove me as an athlete, uh, you know, in my twenties and early thirties and, and more on 
how can I, how can I take this thing and, you know, help other people make the most of life through it, whether it's with, with their own finishes or results or but, but probably more deeply just as, as humans. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's, uh, that's so important to take, you know, what we enjoy doing and, and then start giving that to other people. So yeah, yeah that, that's wonderful. I'll, I'll pass it back to you, Ralph. Travis, thank you for being on the show. How, how can people find you, link up with you, talk to you more, uh, get your book? Uh, yeah, thanks, Ralph. You know, one way is, um, uh, again, like you, uh, myself and my co-host are trying out a, uh, uh, a show here on Fireside. Uh, we currently have it on Thursdays at uh, 4 p.m., Pacific, and it's called On the Run with Trav and Nate. And okay. uh, Nate Dern, my co-host, is is a childhood friend of mine who now is a writer for the Tonight Show. And uh, we've got kind of a unique concept where where we're literally on the run. So Nate and I are out running and and talking and interviewing a guest and uh, fielding questions from the audience. So <laughs> in the Fireside community wants to check that out. We'll, we'll be on. Uh, just in a couple of days here. Again, that's 4, 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, so that's one way. Uh, I, I also have a, a more traditional podcast stream. And a, a, as I mentioned, um, my, my dad has been hosting a lot of those with me. And, and okay. you know, the uh, conversation, thankfully, continues to be an area of relative strength for him. And uh, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think we've got maybe... I don't know. I think we put out episode 16, uh, this week. And so, uh, really enjoying that process. And that's, that's called the Travis Macy show. Um, and it's on the, all the, the typical podcast streams. Um, and then, uh, you know, try to, I'm, I'm lucky to live in a, in a beautiful place and get to spend time outside doing fun stuff. And I, I put some of those uh, things up on Instagram, just at Travis Macy. Well, Travis, thank you. And I'll be sure to tune in because I, I definitely want to I'm going to tune into both shows, but I like the one where you're running as well. I think that yeah, is yeah. unique. I'm definitely yeah. going to tune into that, man. Yeah. And, and, well, sure. and bring uh, uh, bring bring your questions. And uh, I, I will. Think we're all excited to see, you know, where this fireside thing is going to go. And, and yeah. I think we're, we're you know, we're kind of getting our getting our teeth cut here uh, before yeah. the, you know, the big public opening. And uh, I think it'll yeah. be cool to, to see where it yeah. ends up. So, man, yeah, thank been, you. You have be part of this with you, Ralph. Th thanks so much. I mean, seriously, for sharing your, your wisdom and, and your, your encouragement. Oh, thank you, man. You've been an awesome guest. And thank you guys for hanging in there and listening to uh, Travis and I. At times, we just prattled along, but you guys are in there with us. So we had a good time. Travis, I learned so much. And as always, man, inspired by you, inspired by your story, man. Just keep on getting up, staying consistent. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, Travis, will you come back to the Unstoppable? Um, Fireside podcast. Will you come back yeah. one oh, day? Oh, yeah, man. Heck yeah. I'd love to. That's awesome. That's awesome. Guys, you've been listening to Ralph Graves, Travis Macy on the Unstoppable podcast here on Fireside. Thanks for tuning in. Travis, I'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Have a good day, everyone. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this Unstoppable conversation. I want to make a special invitation to you to join the conversation. Every week, we record these conversations live on Fireside. 
It's a platform that gives you the opportunity to engage with and ask questions to your favorite podcast live. If you want to join us on Fireside and ask our guests the questions you have about their story, head to firesidechat.com backslash Ralph Graves Jr. and click request access. This is your chance to join the interview. Also, guys, I want to invite you to join the unstoppable community at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Every week, I share challenging lessons and reflection questions so that you can see the transformation in your life that you know is coming. If you can take just 30 minutes of your week to reflect on these questions, I guarantee you'll be on your way to living the unstoppable life you were made for. Join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr.